Welcome to House to Home Podcast. It's here that we'll learn how to cultivate an eternal haven in our temporary world. So grab a cup of coffee, do the dishes, or even take a drive in your car. Whatever it is you do while listening, I hope you feel right at home. your host, and I have Gwen Hill back with us, your co-host. Hello. And today we're going to start with a fun question. This is going to be a more laid-back podcast talking about decluttering. Gwen, what's your favorite cleaning or decluttering item or product? Okay, so my cleaning product is not really so much a spray or a concoction. (laughs) Concoction? (laughs) Microfiber cleaning cloths. Ah, yes. Uh, I have found you can even use just plain water and clean something up really well, and it just absorbs it really well. They're quick to wash and dry, and they're cheap. So that's been my favorite thing for probably under a year. I didn't have any before. I just used sponges or dishcloths. I don't like using dishcloths because it takes one day before they get stiff and stinky. (laughs) I know. I stick mine in my washer. I probably go through a million dishcloths in a day. Yeah, you really need that many. You really should change them a couple times a day, if not every day. They get gross. And the favorite decluttering item is hooks. Mm -hmm. I have over-the-door hooks on probably every door in my house that's able to close with hooks on it. I need to do that. It's just, they're cheap. You can find them at yard sales. You can find them at the dollar stores. Usually you can get one with one hook or two. I've got a few that have five hooks on them, which are great because not only can you hang many things, but like I hang up the hair towel that I Mm -hmm. dry my hair with, which is usually pretty damp over all of them so that it spreads out and it's not all kind of wrinkled and not drying. So um, that has been, we even have a, um, like a utility shelf in our laundry room that's plastic. It's just molded um, shelves with posts that you just put together really easily. And in the top of each post is a little circular space. And I've got hooks hung, just S-hooks okay. hung, on, hung on them. So my broom hangs there, my lunch bag, uh, my aprons, um, a bag holder, various things. So I have them in all four corners and... It keeps things pretty neat in a small space. Yeah, that's a good So tip. hooks. Like How about that. you? Um, I would probably say baskets. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you've been in my house. Mm-hmm. Mason makes fun of my love for baskets. Oh, um, <laughs> he should not. It keeps things neater and I know, pretty. I know. I know. And um, he does secretly love them, but he's like, again, another basket. And you can find them at Goodwill for cheap. Um, or, you know, a lot of times places like Walmart and Target will have them on sale, but I just put Mm -hmm. everything in baskets. If something doesn't have a home, I feel like it could probably go in a basket. I've got towels in baskets. I've got toys in baskets. I've got pots and pans in baskets. I've got random items in baskets, makeup, all sorts of stuff. And you have a variety of baskets. Like I've seen your kitchen pans are in a wire tall basket. It's almost like a bin. It's tall Mm -hmm. enough. I like baskets as well, especially the kind that you don't that are not made of fabric. Although I love my fabric ones. Once they're dirty, those are ruined easy though. Wash yeah. them. Yeah, we have yeah. some fabric ones with the kids as toys, and they've just gotten ruined easy. Whereas like the sturdy mm. wooden ones, mm-hmm. um, they I mean they might break and pieces might come off, but I feel like they last a lot longer than. Yep. So okay. you have to experiment with things and yes. carts. I do like carts too, like the IKEA cart. 
we have some for Sunday like school. One, yes, yeah, at Sunday yes. school. That's good for arts and crafts. You can mm-hmm. stick it in a closet. Um, I've got two in my house. I've got sewing and craft stuff on one, and then I've got homeschool stuff on the other. Okay. And I just stick them in a closet and pull them out when I need it. Yeah. And you can push it around wherever it needs to go. Yes. That's handy. handy with yeah. the with the wheels. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you have a certain time that you like to declutter? Do you do spring cleaning? Or do you just I, do it all the time? I Yeah. I have never... Like, I didn't grow up in a house where we did spring cleaning because my mom was um, raising us by herself and... Okay. She worked full-time, and we didn't really do a spring cleaning thing. However, we did keep up with what we could through the year. So I was thinking about that. I don't really do spring cleaning. I've helped other people with their spring cleaning, and it gets to be a lot of work. It does. Um, <laughs> so my my philosophy is not needing to kill yourself over a day or a week of doing yeah. a lot. I keep clean what I see as I go. So over my kitchen sink, I see some splatters on the window. Yep. I get out my handy microfiber cloth and wipe it up right <laughs> yep. there as, as as I'm doing dishes. But I'm kind of like you. If you keep up on it and you stay, if you're keeping up on maintenance or, like, you see something, do it, then mm-hmm. you're not, it's not as overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Even your weekly cleaning, like, if you clean once a week or if you clean twice a week or monthly, whatever your schedule is. Yep, that's about what it is. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get overwhelming if you stay on top of it, I guess. Decluttering has always been my favorite kind of task. And one of the things is when we've lived in smaller homes, some of our homes haven't been terribly small. It's just the closet space was limited. So especially for things like towels or sheets, I've cleaned people's homes for a living for a while. And I could not believe how many people had a linen closet full of sheets (laughs) and they had one or two beds. Yeah. And I thought, how come you need so many sheets? And it's because people don't know, don't don't want to get rid of things, right? So I have three pairs of sheets for one bed. So I have even had two. So one's on the bed and the other's ready Mm -hmm. in case we're washing. We've only Um, had two for ours. Yeah. And for the kids. So two for the kids, two for us. I think I've seen you have some linen sheets but I thought it was really pretty when I came and watched Henry or something I walked into your room or I had to catch him you know chase him but anyways as far as um, linens or clothing whenever I have gotten something new I have made a practice to see if there's something to get rid of so I'm going through a rotating bunch of things and Mm -hmm. I actually have thought it would be really neat to have something and there probably is something out there where you could Um, And this does sort of apply to decluttering because where you could do a borrowing. I know people do this for like formal occasions when they want to dress they're only going to wear once. But Mm -hmm. for a lot of things, I wonder, I mean, not for bed sheets and linens and stuff, but for clothing or shoes or things, it would be really nice to have. I mean, we buy stuff from thrift stores. And I thought, oh, that would be so neat to just have something different every once in a while that you didn't just have to go buy and go out and get something that comes right to your door. Like, yeah. And you ship something out. You need to start that business, Gwen. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, like a hospitality borrowing business <laughs> yes, where yes, you can yes. borrow glassware right. and I know. like tablecloths. That would be so stuff. neat. That would be neat. Yeah, yeah. Because you so. can. You can do it with dresses and stuff. Good yeah, idea. Yeah. Well, Gwen's going to come up with this <laughs> and. We'll let y'all know. <laughs> so, on that topic, oh, what was I going to say? There was something about oh you were talking about towels and sheets and Mm -hmm. declutter and I also think that like a neat way to keep things decluttered because like you talked if you've lived in a small house with Mm -hmm. limited storage space Mm -hmm. with many people have um, unless you built your ideal home or you just have a bigger home Mm -hmm. Um, we've lived in big homes we've lived in small homes but 
dealing with limited closet space, Mason, actually, what's funny is he has taught me how to like fold towels in a smaller way. And it's funny now because like when my mom or somebody comes to help us, you know, Mm -hmm. after we've had a baby or something, I'm like, you're not going to fit all those towels in that closet unless you fold them the (laughs) right way. (laughs) Interesting. And I've noticed people do fold stuff you know, in different ways. And I think I may know a way that you're talking about because there was a time when we had one of those shelving. Well, we have one of them now too. units over the, um, commode, I will say. And so um, (laughs) there was a way, (laughs) there was a way to fold your large towels, like in half the long way and then in half again, and then in thirds. So you have a rectangle that could fit on top of your toilet tank. And then all those, I think that's how ours are. Yeah. Yeah. And that Mason's it's funny because Mason started doing it and I was like, Oh my goodness, we can fit all of our towels in our closet now. Cause we couldn't before. That is great. Yeah. So you can Pinterest how to fold things. My girls share a dresser. Mm -hmm. That's one they share a room, and the room is smaller. We've got to fit two beds in there, and so they share a dresser, and mm-hmm. they share a closet. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the closet already was set up well for two girls. Good. Um, but the dresser, we just can't get them both a separate dresser, so I have to fold things. I'll roll a lot of their stuff. Rolling. But Pinterest it because that could really down on the clutter for sure. Well, I, I don't know if you've heard about the Marie Kondo... She's the spark joy lady. Yes. Yeah. So I did like her. I don't buy the idea of looking at something and saying, does this spark joy? I just know if I like it. I right. mean, it's probably the same concept, but I don't go that deep into it. Right. But I did like the way she folded her clothing in her drawers. So I've done that for probably a couple years. I've always kind of color coded my stuff, but I would have them stacked. So I'd have to look under and even behind. I guess my drawers are deep enough that I could have a few things behind. Mm -hmm. So I've done the like kind of double fold. So it's like a little rectangle and they're all upright. And I really have enjoyed that. And then I've always, well, probably not always all my life, but for a long time done my closet. Uh, And my husband, I haven't shared a closet for a number of years so I only have to worry about my stuff, and I have color-coded. Yeah, we do And that. I have a friend who color-codes and alphabetizes, so I, oh my I can't goodness. even imagine. That would be So she's much. got, like, what, blue, <laughs> pink, purple. I, I don't know. I don't even want to go that far, but I just keep them <laughs> in, in little groups. And some of my favorite thrift stores have done that, too, so it's so much easier to find what you're looking for. So. Yeah. Mason started that too. It is so funny because a lot of my like organizing things uh-huh. came from Mason. Oh um, my. Like he would color coordinate his closet and he would have it so like spick and span. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. I know. <laughs> and I thought he is. He's very orderly. And so okay. I thought, wow, I should start doing that. My brother was always very organized and orderly growing up. I'm sure that he color coded. Okay. Coordinated his closet. My brother is like that too. Very neat. Yeah. He likes to be a nice dresser. I've n- not ever looked in his closet, though. <laughs> I'll have to when I see you. You go again. peek. You can tell a lot from someone's closet. <laughs> well, I would you allow me to? Of course, uh, I was thinking of a scripture. Um, yes. And I'm sure you're thinking of the same one about treasure. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was. Yeah. It's so funny. I, I'm like, I know it's in Matthew. And do you know I started looking in Matthew seven and kept looking. And I'm like, where is it? It's in Matthew six. Okay. So I finally just searched for it. <laughs> so it's Matthew six. Thank the Lord 19. for Google. I know, right? <clears throat> so it's, uh, do not store up for yourselves mm-hmm. treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy. I'm reading this from the NIV. I'm like, wow, vermin. vermin. 
and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Basically, that's something to always be thinking about is how much do you really need? How much satisfaction do your things give you? Do you need to have everything you, you have? Yeah. Ask yourself, have I used this in a year? Am I hanging on to it because it was my grandmother's and it doesn't work, it doesn't serve any function except for to take up space and I can't bear to get rid of it? I've kind of um, looked at blessing other people. I'll bring it mm-hmm. to the thrift store and say, someone else can be blessed by this. It's been in a closet for two years. I really am not gaining the same significance yeah. out of it that I used to. And we've moved enough times that it's tiring to have to move a lot of things. Yes. It's always going to be many things to move. But if you can have a few less, why not yeah. uh, donate it or find a family member to give it? Because that's another thing. If you are someday going to your eternal rest and you have children or family members that are going to clear out your things, you don't want to put any more burden on right. them than you need. Yeah. I've heard of people who have even tons of papers. Yeah. Tons and tons of papers. Yeah. Thankfully, we're in a digital age, so it's Somebody's going to have to deal be, with it. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. And talking about blessing people, mm-hmm. that's such, like, we were, for a long time, the people that received the blessings as mm-hmm. an early newlywed couple, mm-hmm. both sides of our family. My mom was very gracious to us. Mm-hmm. My in-laws were very gracious to us, our grandparents, and most everything that's in our home was given to us. And so these people were giving us a little piece and it's a, it's like an heirloom and it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. And so I, I personally like to have that in my home. Some people might want the new stuff, but mm-hmm. I think that's a good point because we live in such a materialistic society where an ad will pop up. I'm probably going to have a bazillion ads after mm-hmm. this podcast because my phone is listening to me. I'm sure, you know, the secret people behind, and I'm going to have all these things bombarding me mm-hmm. next time I get on social media, buy this, buy that yep. with things we don't really need. I have a basket on my dryer and if someone has left something at my house, I put it in there mm-hmm. so that it's right by my door. Cause my dryer is right by my door. Mm-hmm. And I also put things in there as I'm cleaning weekly I will find toys or, like you said, things that have been stuffed in the closet or a candle that I've never used that's been sitting on my shelf, and I will do the same thing, gift it to someone or bring it to the Goodwill if no one wants it. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Let's see if we've got another question. You had a question that I couldn't read all of it, but it had to do with children, so maybe you with could children. speak to here. that one. Um, okay. That was probably what some of my thoughts I have on here. Like, do you have a system or a method for decluttering? Or, like, what kind of practical tips do you have? And then I was going to kind of talk about kids a little bit in that, in my answer. Well, I I remember, and probably a lot of listeners will remember, they had that one show about hoarding. I think it was called Hoarders. Yeah, it's called Hoarders. (laughs) Because all I remember about it, from time to time I would watch it, but it would just depress me. And I would feel so bad for people because they really are holding on to things as an emotional release. Uh And um, But what they would do is they'd have the giveaway, the keep, the giveaway, and the throwaway pile. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's just, I can't think of a better way to do it. If you have a storage unit or if you have a shed or a garage that has a lot of stuff, you can actually use that as your first place to conquer Yeah. and say, I haven't used this stuff. I'm tired. You know, I need to knock down this shed. It's leaking. The roof is leaking or whatever. Mm. Or I don't want to pay for a storage unit. That would be a place to start. You know, it's hard when people have given you gifts and you really like them. 
So some of that is, is the case. And I used to do a little bit more, you know, inviting a, a larger group to our house. So there's things like an ice bucket that I bought at oh, Aldi. Yeah, yeah. I love their Aldi finds. I don't want to ever get rid of it. And I could have used it the other day when we had youth group um, yeah. lunch. But it was at the storage place and I didn't make a stop. So anyhow. Yeah, that makes it hard if you have a storage space that's not in your house and you have to be wise too because I know a lot of people who will like I have a friend who who does this she's going to be listening she's going to laugh because she she knows she knows who this she knows who I'm talking about okay Um, who got rid of like all of their baby boy stuff Mm. gave me a lot of it and then just gave a bunch away and she doesn't regret it we talked about this she doesn't regret being generous but at the same time she was asking me um like what are some like financial tips and one of mine was save the stuff you'll use again I put all the clothes that Anora wore up in the attic, and guess what? E got to wear all of those and is still wearing them. Um, now, one day in the future, when I know I'm done having children, I'll be able to gift these to someone else if they're interested and they're not too out of style mm-hmm. <laughs> by then. But, like, we didn't get rid of strollers and car seats and pack and plays and clothes even. The little things even that I know we'll use again put it in a tote, organize it in an organized fashion, mm-hmm. you know, put it in a tote, label it, put it in wherever you keep your storage. But again, if the Lord calls you to be gifting that away, mm-hmm. um, you will not go wrong in giving. You know what I mean? You just can't go wrong in giving. So nope. if, if you have done that, don't be like, oh no, I got rid of all my baby stuff and here I'm going to have another child. Um, no, don't regret that no. by any means. Nope. But at the same time, you know, have some wisdom. If you know you're going to have more kids, keep that stuff. Yeah. You know, you can almost go too far with decluttering and throwing away too. At the same time, your kids don't need all those McDonald's toys. <laughs> no, that's one thing you could certainly get rid of. I have a kind of an interesting story too about the baby clothes. I have a friend who was a friend before seminary days and in seminary and um, she and her husband had difficulty conceiving and had adopted two children when we knew him in Virginia. Then we went, then we were in South Carolina seminary days for, um, a few years together and they were actually at our house and they had just moved and they were always involved with, um, Bethany Christian services. They found out that there was a baby boy available and they adopted him. And then wouldn't you know, a year or two later, she called me up and says, guess what? I'm pregnant. That always happens. It's amazing. And guess what? They're about, she's 40 and she's about to have baby number eight. Wow. And she had given all her stuff away, <laughs> maternity clothes, baby clothes. And so I'm like, wow. So you never know. Wait yeah, until you you're don't. about 45 or 50 to get rid of all your you stuff. You really don't. But the, the blessed thing is that you can go to thrift stores and find like new baby things because yeah. babies that are really little hardly wear out their things before they outgrow them. Yeah. And you can usually find some mom that's willing to get rid of a bag of stuff too. Oh, so yeah. just network. Just ask around. And I have a tip on that. So part of decluttering with us and clothes, because you've mentioned babies go through clothes mm-hmm. so quickly. I have two... Um, baskets in both of my kids' closets. So Henry has his own room, and the girls share a room and share a closet. But I've got two baskets in each of their closets. One is for clothes that they've outgrown, and when they're when they've outgrown it, I wash it and I stick it in that basket. The other one is for clothes that they'll wear in the future. So if I'm at Goodwill or I'm at Old Navy or somewhere, and I see something on sale, but they're not going to wear it till they're three. I'll put it in that basket. And so these are in their closets, and it's not going to go in their drawer. It's not going to hang up yet because they're not wearing it. 
But if you have those two baskets, or you could even have totes, I don't know how much storage space you have in those closets. Mm -hmm. You can even have like a full, you know, plastic tote. Stick that in there, and then it's organized, and you know, okay, I bought a bunch of 12-month stuff. My kid's only six months now, but I bought a bunch of 12-month stuff. I'll look in this tote. Um, and then that way you're also not having to keep things that they've outgrown in your closet and in your dresser because mm -hmm. from like zero to five, I feel like they go through clothes and shoes like crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just do that and it just keeps on a constant rotation. And then we've, we put all of our seasonal stuff up and we've got all that in the attic and organized as well. But that's a tip for moms with young children. <laughs> A lot of people do the, what is it called, a capsule wardrobe. I've always been interested yeah. in that, but yeah. I haven't done it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll look into it in the future. I think to each their own with that. But... I'm a little scared to do that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sure too. it's possible. And, like, I've told a friend of mine who, whenever she packs for a trip, she writes to me and says, I'm packing, and I, you know, you know how much I love packing, and... I said, you know what? You're agonizing over what to pack, and no one minds but you. Yeah. No one cares. They want to see you. They don't need to see. But she's one who, like, accessorizes. She has scarves. You're going to meet her. Um, <laughs> she's always well put together. Not overly so, but she always but looks she enjoys very, that. Like, she's yeah. not the type that you would see her in the store with sweats. Yeah. She wouldn't do it. That's how amazing I've been is. known a couple times, too. But nice sweats, not dumpy gray I wore these to yeah. gym class five years well, ago or five pants. centuries ago I've been yoga pants a lot of my life we can pull them off <laughs> Mason though he is always in jeans even at home um he doesn't really wear um like sweats and stuff he's mm -hmm. always dressed okay and nice all right so let's see here any other practical tips you have at all none that I can think of I think I have one one more okay and it has to do with baskets, okay. kind of. Okay. Because <laughs> you know my obsession yeah. with baskets. Yeah. baskets it doesn't have to do with baskets. but And you've probably heard this tip before, but let things in your home have a home. Mm -hmm. So, like, if everything has a home, I think this is big when you have kids because we have three kids and we have a playroom, but it's also the family room. So, it's not just their room. Mm -hmm. And it is downstairs, so the toys can get drugged through the kitchen and through the living room and you know, into the bathroom and up the stairs and dining room, all the other places. Mm -hmm. So, But if your kids know where the home is, it's very easy to tell them, okay, pick up. Mm -hmm. They still might not like it, and you still might have to work with them on that. But it's a lot easier, I feel like, for the family to pick up, to contribute to the decluttering and to the cleaning when everything has a home. I feel like everyone knows their family best, you know, like work to your family mm -hmm. you don't have to be some super organized home maybe you live on a farm and your house is always muddy and kids are tracking through or you might have a lot of pets might yeah you might have a lot of pets or mm -hmm. your husband might have tools maybe you are renovating houses um mm -hmm. there's some encouragement in that there's that i think i had it on here that scripture in proverbs yeah proverbs fourteen four, where no oxen are the trow is clean but increase comes by the strength of an ox mm -hmm. And if you apply that to a home, if your home has a lot of children, it might not always be the cleanest. Right. But remember, there's a lot of strength in that. You yeah, know? So, there's a purpose for the yeah the home, the people in it, and the things in it. Yeah, and they're little workers, so let them, you know, work with you. But don't, I, I guess, too, don't get so discouraged. If your home is a little cluttery, um, if it is a little unclean, mm -hmm. pray about it, because there's not a one-size-fits-all with this, for yeah. sure. 
again, you're going to know your family the best. I think um, when it comes to stuff, like especially for kids, probably all of us have too much. Mm-hmm. And we probably just need to, with kids, when they have a whole bunch of toys and you notice they're not really playing with a few things, pull a couple of them out from time to time and donate them. Mm-hmm. Bring them to your church nursery. Bring them to a babysitter you know, I gave find you a place. Some stuff, and that was nice. I could yes. get rid of. I yep. needed to get rid of some things. I still have those things tucked away for when I have the kids at my house. So Manor still remembers what we gave you. Really, she still asks. Is she okay with it? <laughs> She's okay with it. She just asks for it every now and again. Oh, that's fine. You well, you just her tell though. her. You just tell her to come over and play with them, and maybe she'll end up like sneaking them home with her, which <laughs> would be okay. We'll see. <laughs> you snuck a ball home from the church the other day, so we had to discuss what stealing was yeah yeah it seems innocent but it's the time to teach I mean a ball seems like a very small thing it was a big ball she put it in her backpack I was like how did we manage to get this home and not know I know wow yeah that is pretty amazing but to her backpack that little backpack okay so I guess to kind of get more into the spiritual aspect of it before we close here why is decluttering so important even spiritually I did have a quote on this that can maybe segue us into it. Elizabeth Elliot says, The way you keep your house, the way you organize your home, the care you take in your personal appearance, the things you spend your money on all speak loudly about what you believe. The beauty of thy peace shines forth in an ordered life. A disordered life speaks loudly of disorder in the soul. So basically, I feel like she's saying the outside a lot of times shows what's going on in the inside, and Mm -hmm. I think that's why spiritual decluttering is just as important as the physical home Mm -hmm. decluttering like if we're holding in bitterness if we're not asking for forgiveness if we're not forgiving others if we're not maintaining our spiritual side of it then our spirits get really decluttered or really cluttered Mm -hmm. really quickly and like even like you said with the maintenance if we keep if we maintain it it's easier but if we let these things build up then when we finally decide to address the bitterness or to address the unforgiveness or to address the sin that we've been holding on to, it becomes a lot harder, I think, to clean it, you know, to get Mm -hmm. it out. Um, Obviously, it's never too late and the Lord can come in and do a sweep at any point in time. I think if we're continuously tidying our heart, we're a lot more pleasant to be around Mm -hmm. like we we know the homes that we walk into you walk into a home and you feel at peace Mm -hmm. and I think the same goes with people you walk up to a person and you know you talk with them you you know the people that are comfortable to be around I think Mm -hmm. those are the people that spiritually are right with the Lord that they're not a cluttered spirit sure but if your spirit is cluttered you kind of give that That like, vibe. Yeah, you give I'm that. Say. Um, I've always kind of wondered about people who are very private about their homes. They are not a welcoming, mm-hmm. you know, they never have people over and you wonder why. I don't wonder too long or, you know, it's right. it's their private abode. But I, I find it pleasant, welcome people and to be ready to have anyone walk into my door yeah. at any time. Um, yes, it could be harder for kids or when you have kids, like when you walk into your home, their play space is not right there when you walk in the door. Some places you're going to walk in the front door into the living room where the kids are playing. (laughs) I think our kids mainly played in their bedrooms. So we didn't have stuff all over in the living room. You know, the living room was supposed to be a place of peace and occasionally there'd be something in there. Usually we'd have books to read and stuff, but 
Um, I know that there's a lot of women, especially, who feel like a guilt about their home. They feel like they have Mm -hmm. not measured up, so they don't think they can have anyone over. But make small steps. Have one friend or one neighbor, someone you don't feel intimidated by. And as a guest, don't be judgmental. Exactly. Um, You know, just be very gracious and and thankful to be invited over Mm -hmm. and maybe bring a little gift with you or... You know, I, some of the simple things I've done in the past are just a couple of little flavored tea bags with maybe a couple <laughs> little chocolates. Chocolates in here today. Oh, I you. forgot about that. Glenn um, always has goodies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyhow, um, we're both elders' wives. My husband is a pastor and Brianna's husband is a ruling elder at our church, which means they're in somewhat of a leadership position and probably have to be ready for whatever as far as them leaving the home and helping others. But also, you never know if you might have someone dropping by unexpectedly. Someone's got marriage troubles or someone needs a babysitter or something. So I just always try to keep in mind when I'm home that do I have things kind of orderly, but not too... You know, I don't want it to feel sterile. And I know my husband had visited a couple that were older um, at one of our previous churches that didn't have any children. And he went alone to visit them, one of his visitations. And he came home and he said their house was like a museum. And I thought... I don't want to portray that. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I do. I don't think my, I, I don't think I could make my house into a museum. <laughs> I think that they just had the means to make a, a beautiful home, but it was probably very fancy and like nothing looked like yeah. it should be touched. But one of the best compliments I ever got was when I did have my kids at home and we had, um, a Navy wife whose husband was deployed and we had her over one time. She goes, I love being at your house. It's, it's not cluttered. It was not super neat. The floor was probably needing. Yeah. We had two dogs at the time, I think, and um, they were wood floors and they needed refinishing. So they were hard to keep looking nice. And um, but we and we were homeschooling, too. So we had homeschool stuff. We had a lot of bookshelves and things. But I always did like to have at least the living spaces to be not with stuff all over the floor, right. not stuff that you had to move from a seat for someone to sit down and that type of thing. So that was one of the best compliments, not, I love your curtains, where'd you get them? Or yeah, I love your furniture, right. but your house feels peaceful and you don't have clutter. Yeah. So and that's... that really does help. It helps you keep things clean. It helps you be ready for mm-hmm. company. It helps you enjoy it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if your house isn't cluttered, yeah. you don't have to dust as many things. Yep. You don't have to, like you said, move as many things around, clean yep. up as many things. Like, um, there are certain toys that I put away mm-hmm. because they have so many little pieces mm-hmm. that when the kids get them out, you know, they'll get it out and they'll play with it for five minutes and then they'll be done and all these little pieces are spread out. I can think of tons of wooden toys we have like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm fine with them playing with those, but I put toys like that on the shelves and it, then it's almost kind of more special yeah. when, people, when, you know, when they want them. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You can get it down, but, you know, we're going to clean it up afterwards. There's just certain toys that I'm like, okay, this is getting under my skin because they'll get it out, they'll play with it for five seconds, and then all these little pieces mm-hmm. are everywhere. Puzzles are like idea. that. Yes, puzzles can I be love like puzzles. that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great, too. but put them up on a shelf and get yep. them out at certain times. Yep. You know, or that have could be some a Lord's the... Day activity. Yeah, something yeah. special for the that's Lord's a good Day. One. Yeah. Yeah, have a, ooh, that's a good idea. Because I know some people who did that, who had certain activities they would only reserve for the Lord's day. And that would be good for that purpose with all the other things put away. So you didn't have a ton of things to clean up. 
even some books that were, mm-hmm. you know, maybe special. Yeah, that's a great idea. Things like that and puzzles. Tip. Yeah. So anyways, I don't know if you wanted to um, take a minute. I, I was telling Brianna that I remembered a song from way back when yes. I was a new Christian. And I remembered I loved the piano part, but I more even loved the words. And it's called Welcome Home by Sean Groves. And I don't know if he even still is singing. I don't hear anything new from him. But I don't really listen to that music on the radio anymore because it's gotten very... Um, there's such a variety and some of it I don't care for. So anyways, I'm going to um, read from... Uh, stanza two, I think this is. And I love the words because it's talking about your heart and having room for Christ mm-hmm. in your heart to come in and make it what he needs to be as, as his child. But it's also something we can apply to our own home. And that's where the idea came in. I don't know if he wrote the song, but I really like it and I would encourage you to listen to it. So this, this um, stanza uh, says, take a seat, pull up a chair, forgive me for the disrepair. Souvenirs from floor to ceiling gathered on my search for meaning. I'm almost going to cry (laughs) because I don't, I don't, I don't have this, but I can see someone filling their lives with stuff because of this. So it just, it's meaningful. Every closet's filled with clutter. Mess is yet to be discovered. I'm overwhelmed. I understand. I can't make this place all that you can. So that this it's, it's like, um, it's like a plea to, to God. Yeah. To, to, the beginning says, take me, make me all you want me to be. It's all I'm asking, all I'm asking. So anyways, I do love the song. I listen to it every so often. It's an oldie but goodie. It's yeah. good for, you know, thinking about your heart, but also thinking about your home. Do you have closets that you would not dare let anyone look mm-hmm. into because there's so much stuff and you'd be embarrassed? Yeah. I think that's like you said, the people that don't let us in their homes typically are the same people that don't let you in their spiritual life as well Mm -hmm. and I think if you are that person find someone you trust you know an elder a church member Mm -hmm. a pastor a friend someone who is mature in the Lord that can lead you to the right steps to declutter your spirit it doesn't take a genius to understand some of the best things in life are simple Simpleton Goods, founded by Tyler Carter, began with the aim of simplifying life with products you can depend on. From making leather-bound journals as a hobby in 2012, Simpleton now offers a variety of dependable daily carry items as part of their product line, as well as taking custom projects. This month, they will be giving away one card snap wallet to one lucky listener. Simpleton is a shop we've used throughout the years. My husband has everything from journals to belts to watch straps. The quality is phenomenal. Go to simpletongoods.com to purchase from the product line or use their contact page to connect on bringing a custom project to life. Be sure to follow them on Instagram and enter our giveaway on House to Homes Insta page. Good luck!